0: Hey there, yeah, it's Peter from Man City Voice. And welcome to episode two of the Man City Voice podcast. Um, this one's going to focus on the preview to the Ber- Manchester city Burnley match coming up at the weekend um, on Saturday. Three o'clock kick-off at the Etihad Stadium. Um, so, yeah, so welcome. Welcome to episode two. So, yeah, just a bit of a kind of... Obviously, we've had the international break. Um, and that was the focus of the first, um, the first podcast, episode one, and how, how well Sterling's done at the moment. So if you get a chance, um, go back and listen to that, um, explore kind of Sterling and maybe kind of how England are kind of potentially going to progress in, in the future, um, with a little kind of focus on, um... On city city things and um, looking at the kind of city players in the England fold and that kind of thing. So yeah, um, yeah. Obviously before the international break, we drew against Liverpool at Anfield, 0-0 And I think on balance, um, I think on balance we should have won that. I mean it's a kind of fairly even game, but I think we was always in control and we definitely had the better chances, uh, particularly in the second half. Obviously with the Mares miss, um, I'm not going to kind of linger on that. Um, I actually thought. I was actually quite confident he was going to score, I didn't know his record, turns out Pep didn't either. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll kind of move on from there, I think in hindsight that result um, is is going to prove to be quite a good and positive one, it's probably the only the only fixture going to Anfield that I kind of feel like actually we, we haven't got, we've probably got a better chance of maybe drawing or losing than actually winning that match, um, and as it turns out we probably should have won it and we come out with a draw, so I think that's kind of positive to be had. And I think, like I said, I don't fear any other fixture. Um, and obviously football's football and things can happen. You get sent off and look at the, kind of what happened um, when we you know, won the league last year against United. Absolutely battered them for a half. Should have been about four or five nil up. And, um, and then the second half happened. So you just never know, but I kind of feel like, because I don't fear any of the other fixtures, I kind of feel like that could be it, really, in terms of kind of a, a defeat on the cards. Because I feel like every other fixture going into I just feel really confident. What well, didn't really feel like that with Mancini and Pellegrini, um, the la- obviously the last two city managers. Um, always felt that it was kind of a little bit of a, a kind of un- unprofessional kind of approach perhaps, or just wasn't very confident um, match to match. Whereas with Pep, um, the the setup and the way we play the way we approach matches is such that actually there is not giant kind of fluctuations between um between matches uh, and the focus is 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 very much always there sometimes the finishing might not be there and the kind of maybe the sharpness and i think there's a general point for this season i think actually we probably haven't been as sharp as last season um and actually that probably brings us on to kind of like One of the the biggest points about this weekend's match is the return of KDB, Kevin De Bruyne. Um, Clearly, you know, our, in my opinion, most important and effective player. Um, Not only what he brings in terms of from an attacking sense, goals and assists, um, and just kind of all round creativity. But also, I think defensively, the way that obviously Pep turns up and that kind of quick turnover ball. So if we do lose the ball, we're kind of on the front foot and quick to quick to win the ball back. I think um, De Bruyne and Fernandini are particularly important in that process. Um, De Bruyne is obviously quite a quite a, you know it's quite a big lad really. So it, that kind of long stride pattern, and that kind of big presence, and also he's just really fit. And like that wouldn't surprise me if he does start this weekend. But we're talking a bit about. Perhaps uh the possible possible lineups and who perhaps I would I would possibly play. But um obviously this week um this week we're playing against Burnley um, and I think the, the kind of the obvious point to make is um, and a point that we sh- we we should mention is the return of Joe Hart. Um absolute club le- legend, and I think that he will get a rapturous um, reception and applause from um, from the city faithful. So um, look forward to that. Look forward to seeing um, his performance. Hopefully, he can kind of put in a, a, a good performance, not too much of a good performance. Don't want him to kind of um, not let us concede. You know, there's a couple of performances I remember Joe Hart making, particularly one in the Champions League against Barcelona, where I think there's that there's that famous one where Messi thinks he scored. Somehow, Joe Hart's pulled off this miraculous save, which was one of about 12 in the match, and he's kind of looked at him thinking what have you just done, that's ridiculous so hopefully he doesn't kind of put in one of those performances but it'd be nice to see him make a make a few saves um, and get the reception he he deserves because I think um, I wasn't particularly happy with the way that Hart left the club um, and I don't know whose fault that was I think clearly in hindsight the purchase of Edison um, has been um, has been amazed, I mean he you know um, there was a there was a, a a poll that was recently put out by um, at, uh, I think it was at agent Fraudy, He was quite a good quite a good person to follow on Twitter, um, and he put it out there. Kind of who was the most kind of important? I think signing. I think it was for for Pep on most important player. And for me, actually, it's Edison. Without Edison, um, I think I put this in my response. I don't think I don't think anything else. I think everything else in terms of our pattern of play and build-up and everything like that is is not possible or not possible to the to the high level that it is possible with with edison i think he's absolutely pivotal to the way that guardiola wants to play and the way that city wants city wants to play um so yeah i think in clearly in hindsight having edison there and replacing the club legend um in joe Hart, um it's you know it's a tricky decision but actually I'll, that's what i what I love about Pep, if I was playing, you know, I'm, I'm not, but if I was playing, kind of going back, the old kind of football manager, um, you know, Pep has got rid of every single player that me and my dad and my uncle would constantly talk and moan about with each other. Um, you know, Jesus Navas, Jesus Navas um, Fernando, um etc. etc., you know. Um, obviously, Mangala's is still there. But, yeah, just, just every single player that there was kind of a, a question mark about um, Pep's basically got rid of, um, some quicker than others, some kind of like, you know, pretty much take them straight out of the squad and sold them or put them alone, and others he's kind of slowly but surely got them out of the squad. So, you know, in my eyes, um, he's, he's making those right decisions. But I just think with Joe Hart, it was, the kind of did leave a bit of a sour taste, but I don't know whether that was just Joe Hart being kind of a bit stubborn, um, but it just kind of didn't feel right that Joe Hart, the kind of player of his caliber, going from kind of Man City, one of the best teams in Europe, um, to a club like Torino, I think, you know, clearly Torino are kind of a you know, decent team, but clearly they are kind of, they survive in the shadow of Juventus, um, and, and yeah, it just didn't kind of feel right to me there, as he felt kind of his only, his only option, um, but, yeah, just kind of then going on loan to West Ham last season, obviously that didn't really work out either, so uh, it'd be nice to see him back, and great to see that he's actually been back in form this season, obviously he's got... Um, uh, the well, kind of goalkeeper that went to the um, England World Cup squad, Pope um, and Tom Heaton as well, and he's basically outperforming both of them. I think one of the, you know one of them well, I I have been injured, but I think at least he, I know Heaton is back now. I think Pope's on his way back, and I think it looks like Joe Hart's going to keep uh, keep his um, keep his place. And I think that's quite a quite a brave decision by Sean Dice to actually keep or to actually buy Joe Hart or um, get him in the first team because actually he's got two really good goalkeepers two England quality goalkeepers and he's thought actually um, the opportunity to actually get Joe Hart in in the squad is is one that he couldn't couldn't kind of pass up so um, great to see he's been back in form really good to see that I really hope that he has a good performance at the weekend um, against City. would be really looking forward to kind of uh, see that. Um, and see him back at the Etihad. And I think we've um, got like a kind of a, a mosaic that I think he's going to see, is it today? I think he might be going to see today. Um, or the date, you know, the day before the match basically. And uh, we've named a pitch after him, which seems to be the, the kind of the thing these days. for kind of some of the, you know, the legendary figures um, of the, um, of the kind of Sheik Mansour era, if you see what I mean. But it be interesting to see what they do. Um, we'll kind of go back to the, the, the preview of the Burnley, the Burnley Man City match in a minute. But be interesting perhaps what they do with kind of maybe the players that are a little bit, um, you know, the three players in particular that um, are probably the kind of shining lights of of the Sheik Mansour era, which is, um, you know, Vincent Company, David Silva, Sergio Aguero. So it'd be interesting to see what they, they do uh, in that sense. Um, with them, I don't think kind of a mosaic and a pitch is is probably suitable for those players. So who knows? Um, maybe a, a stand or something. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll we'll see. Be interesting to see kind of what happens in that in that respect. But um, yeah, go back to the Burnley match. I Think in terms of um, in terms of the lineup. Um, obviously, we've got um, we've got you know Champions League matches and things coming up. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what what actually happens there, um, and the kind of other fix, kind of quite a congested fix to lift now. So it'd be interesting to see if kind of Pep, obviously he likes to kind of change things around, um, but he has faith in his in, in his team, and you know right, rightly so. Um, but obviously, yeah, we kind of travel to travel to Shakhtar um, midweek, so it will be interesting to see kind of what team he does play against Burnley, and in my eyes. I think this would be the perfect opportunity to actually start someone like Foden. Um, it's you know it's one of the, le- the kind of the least risk factor games that he could play in. He's he's the, you know he was one of the best players in the in the in the Community Shield match. He was man of the match in the Oxford in, in the Carabao Cup match. Two assists and a, go- and, a, and, a and a goal um, two great assists and a, and a really good finish and a goal. Um, Playing really well, I mean, he's Davy for the England un 21s Two fixtures um, uh, over the international break. Played really, really well. Um, so yeah, I think this is kind of. I mean, he's on form. Pep said he was going to get more minutes um, or give him more minutes. So I kind of feel like this is this is the the the, the ideal time to give him those minutes. Um, and I don't think there's any rush. I know that kind of. I've heard. Other different things on kind of Twitter online or on kind of radio phone ins and that kind of thing. There's kind of a push to kind of get Foden in the team, but you know, a it's really difficult. Um, he is an, an outstanding talent, he is kind of you know a wonder kid, but um, it is really difficult. You're talking about kind of fully fledged international players, some of the best players that we've ever seen in the Premier League, and you're expecting a, an 18 year old kid, a kid that's just only turning in the summer, to come in. Um, and oust them from their position, I think that's kind of a little bit um, a, a little bit of a, a an impossible ask but it would be nice to see him in these kind of like less risky fixtures like against Burnley to give him more um, give him more time i I would trust him what I've seen there'd be no 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 I think obviously Pep trust him as well Started him against the community see him against Chelsea and had done done a few good things in that match um and you know Looked very much part of the kind of the city setup so I think for me bearing in mind the champions league match away at shaktar is a tricky is a tricky picture Although i don't think shaktar are quite the force that they have been previously um you know a lot of their kind of recent good players especially their brazilian players have, have recently left so and i'm sure they've replaced them with other the good ones what haven't come in whatever i just don't feel like shaktar are potentially the 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 team that they they once were not that they any great shakes in, in Europe anyway. But it always kind of like a bit of a tricky fixture. I'm sure it still will be um, going there midweek. But I potentially play Foden and I'd even potentially play De Bruyne um, from the start as as well and then give him a rest for the Champions League, put him on the bench and if we need him then we can he can come on for the last kind of half an hour to try and try and get a goal or something. So um, so yeah I think my team I'd pretty much go with um, the the team that was uh, that played against Liverpool, um, but to be honest, especially the back five. I think Edison clearly without doubt, and anything we you kind of <laughs> mentioned that. I don't even need to kind of discuss who's going to go in goal. Um, Edison, you know, is your boy. He's, you know, he's is there? He's a, he's absolutely amazing. I think he made his I think he made his debut for Brazil over the international break. So clearly he's going to be on a high. So it'd be good good to see Edison back. Um, back hitting those you know it'd be nice to even can see him get potentially an assist again which would be um which would be quite nice um so yeah um then the back the back uh four i'd go with yeah mendy left back walker right back i'd go with stones and laporte i think no, i see no reason not to go um with that setup um i think that the stones and Laporte look look brilliant against liverpool look safe look secure um, there was no no real reason why we should shouldn't go with with those. I don't think. Uh, clearly Fernandinho in the pivot, um, that little kind of quarterback position. And then um, personally, I would go um, with um, I'd go with Foden and De Bruyne. I know that kind of leaves you know, leaving out David Silva. I think he's going to be vitally important for the Champions League match against Shakhtar coming up. So um, so yeah, I would. I would go with Foden and broide I think um, I think Pet probably going to go with uh, the two silvers I think silver silver in the, in the kind of central positions like he did against, against Liverpool but we'll see I personally would then go Sani on the left Sterling on the right and I'd actually go with Jesus up front um, I think he's looked really sharp scored for Brazil over the international break It's not to say um, that uh, you know and for me Aguero's looked as sharp as he's ever done for City I think I think he's absolute goal threat like no he's always a goal threat but I can kill goal threat this season but I think we've like I said with with the fixture list coming up um a bit kind of overloaded lo- overloaded from the squad mix up mix up the players a little bit I'd potentially go with Jezus up front um and keep Aguero for for Shakhtar big game player um and that's that's what I would go with but I think if if Pep wants that kind of continuity, then maybe just go with the same, roughly the same team that he's going to go with on, on Saturday um, as against um, Chateau midweek. So, um, so yeah, it yeah, be interesting to see how that plays out. I think it's from kind of Burnley's point of view, um, they've had a bit of a nightmare start. I'd be very surprised if City don't win the match. Um, this time last season, we played Burnley pretty much around the same, same time. I think it was like one date one day in, in October difference um, in terms of the actual date that we played them. We beat them 3-0. Um, and these fixes are always really tricky. Sean Dyche always sets his team up. Um, they work really hard. I think they're literally one of the hardest working teams in the Premier League, and they still are this season. But they have been ever since they've been promoted. Um, so yeah, there's always kind of a, a, a key one or a key one to kind of look out for, because it, they're just tricky. I mean, last season we were 1-0 up. Um, Aguero scored I think in the first half um and then we didn't score until like the 70 of minute um and then got the, the, the third as well but they always just kind of seem a bit a bit trickier than um than some of the kind of the other maybe like the lower lower teams that we play where we're kind of dominating on top and it only seems like a matter of time before we score i think burnley tend to be a little bit more organized um kind of a little bit like kind of brighton are now i think brighton kind of took a while to kind of find their feet but i think they're it they're kind of very much of the same ilk but yeah, I think obviously Burnley having that kind of poor start to the season um, is going to be, I think that's going to be a factor in the result. Um, and like I said, Joe Hart potentially might kind of raise his game because he's playing against you know his old teammates, um, his old team uh, playing his old stomping ground at the Etihad. So he might kind of raise his, raise his performance, so that might have a factor as well, but I just can't see anything other than than a City win um this fixture also reminds me of that kind of ridiculous goal that um, aguero scored it was the last season i think it was the season before where um the ball i think one of the one players kind of i think i can not remember which player it was but he's on like a, a one-on-one with the goalkeeper with the goalkeeper he's kind of flying out and the ball's just, the ball having kind of ricochet wide, and there's two Burnley players in the goal. <laughs> it's an absolutely ridiculous angle. Even if there weren't players in the goal, it would be a ridiculous angle to score from. Somehow, Aquarium <laughs> manages to fit it in between kind of player, post, post player, and player and just smash it in the net. It's the most, one of the most ridiculous goals you'll ever see. I think the official Man City uh Twitter page um posted that goal recently. So, um, if um, I'll, I'll definitely go there check that out get a reminder of that goal absolutely absolutely mingle. just a reminder of how, just how good Aguero is um, it, yeah it's just it's just phenomenal so uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see how we get on the weekend like I said I think my position I'm going to go with 3-0 again I think it might be slightly more comfortable than it was last season I remember the last season's match 3-0 um, sounds comfortable but believe me when you're watching that watching, watch that match back um, it was far far from it I think they kind of they looked pretty Burnley looked pretty good defensively so um, I just can't see that being the case. I think I don't. Tarkovsky came out, obviously withdrew from the England squad, so I'm not sure on his fitness. So if he's not playing, that that's going to kind of impact them further. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, the match of the weekend. Good, gets see City back. Obviously the you know the England break was the England break, and watching England is um, um, is is what it is. Obviously it was actually quite positive. Obviously from the the win that we had against Spain, the three two win that we had against Spain, but. Um, i would yeah I mean, you know everyone obviously you know all city fans looking forward to watching watching the boys back in action um and yeah it'd be interested to see that see how they get on um but yeah i'm going to go with british three nil three 0 to the blues come on you blues let's do this um and i'll do a um, we'll do another episode as a as a review of the match um, and what we'll tend to do is kind of I'll give um, out of ten scores for each player, and obviously if you guys want to get involved, then then you can as well. kind of either um, at me at Twitter, um, and and kind of say whether you agree or disagree. And I'll even post out my scores um, on on the at Man City Voice um, Twitter handle, um, and you can have your say as well. So yeah, I'm gonna go for City win, three nil. Um, hopefully stay. Obviously, we'll, well, if if that was the scoreline, we'll obviously. Um, stay top of the league I say top Not joint top As all the kind of Pundits and news Reporters seem to Seem to suggest There's a there's such a thing As joint top I think when City Were rubbish That definitely Would have been a thing That, that probably Definitely a thing That I would have um, You know have Tried to hold on to But there's no such Thing as joint top If the season ends today um, we're, we're champions uh, that, uh, That's it At the end of the day what you know? What, remember what, what Happened with, um, with Aguero um, Yep yeah, That one I thought that was there in the stadium, but you know, looking back on it, kind of an iconic um, commentary moment, I guess, from that that moment. But um yeah, I think that you know what do we do? We want it, we want on goal difference. So um to, yeah, if it ends today, we're top. There's no joint top, there's top. Um you know, United don't come away from that season saying, Oh, we were joint top and we shared the Premier League. No, it doesn't work like that. Um we we are top. Um and like I said, some big fixtures coming up, I think. Chelsea, Man United. Be interesting how how they get on. I think a draw would obviously be quite a kind of a, a good result. I think obviously United not getting the win, which nobody wants that. Um, and obviously Chelsea being um, on the same number of points as us, so uh, be be good if kind of United do us a favour in that respect. But if they can't, then I don't care anywhere. I just want Chelsea to do, you know if, if that doesn't happen or we can't get a draw out of it, can't get a draw out of it, then I just want Chelsea to smash them basically. So. Um, um, but also maybe not smash them, maybe kind of just like a one-nil, and maybe kind of like a good fighting performance from United. So it kind of keeps Mourinho there, because um, we all know as City fans we want Mourinho to stay at United as long as humanly possible. Um, he is sending that club. I think mean, to to the Doldrums. Yes, they finished second, but just in terms of the kind of the style and the way that the that the the club are coming across at the moment in terms of um, to the kind of you know international scene really in terms of how they're coming across I think it just looks terrible and um, and, I'm, and I'm happy for that and it's not like um, it's, it's the total kind of opposite of City both on the pitch and off the pitch you know we've got it absolutely nailed on the pitch Pep's got his um, players singing a tune again this season um, and off the pitch we're just so silky smooth we've got a great um, a great owner who's put lots of money into the club um, and put back into the kind of local community and things we've got a mate um amazing um, chief operator um, in, in Khaldun, um who's just, every time he speaks, like liquid gold. And and yeah, so um, yeah, I just think that we've done really well um, this season already. We carry on. 3-0 prediction. Come on, you blues. Um, and that's the end of the podcast. So that's that at Mountain City voice, at me at, um, at Soccer PM. Um, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Thanks.